Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Let's talk today about the inner dialogue of women and moms in particular. We are more hard on ourselves than we ever need to be. We beat ourselves up over little things. We look in a mirror and feel disgusted with what we see. We make a mistake and we can't get past it. We put ourselves out there and we live in anxiety. And I'm just speaking from experience here and I know that the list goes on. And I wanna tell you some ways that I have learned to kind of just go to battle with that inner voice. What does that look like and how do we teach our daughters that, right? I want to tell you a story. I teach sixth grade for our religious ed program at our church. And I have been with these kids in a couple different aspects over the past couple years. And so I'm familiar with most of them. It's a smaller group. But when I was teaching them the last time, we were having a conversation about being made in the image of God and how we are, how everybody around us is, how God makes nobody to be bad people. So even people who make bad decisions, who do quote unquote bad stuff are made in the image and likeness of God. And we need to love everybody in the way that God intended and pray for them. And that includes ourselves. And so I had them go around the circle and I wanted them to think of a gift that they had been given by God because we were also talking then about like being grateful for the gifts that God had given to us, has given to us. And like the difference between being grateful and talking about your gifts and being braggy. Because sometimes when we talk good about ourselves, it can feel braggy, right? And that's not always the case, right? Like if you are saying, I make really good reels and I'm way better than most people on social media, like, cool, good for you. Like that doesn't make you better, right? But you can say like, I have a gift for making reels and I love to make people laugh. There's a difference, okay? Okay, so I asked the kids then to go around and I wanted them to share their gift with the group. Like there's six of them and me, seven of us sitting around this table and it was like pulling teeth. And like, honestly, it makes me choke up a little bit just talking about it because why are these 11 year olds and 12 year olds struggling so hard to say something good for themselves? Why is it so hard? And there was one boy, I was, I mean, he's the class clown. He was just trying to be funny. But I was like, I am not moving on from this conversation until you tell me something good about yourself, sir. Like also kind of making jokes with him, but also like you have got to be able to do this, little boy. Like you have got to be able to say good things about yourself because you are made in the image and likeness of God. I am on my soapbox today. This hurts my heart when people can't say something good about themselves. It also hurts my heart to see people who can't accept compliments. And now I'm not faulting you for these things because I'm telling you I have put in 
a lot of work to be able to do these things. And it's still hard. <laughs> so I get it. I am, I feel you. I see you. But at the end of that class, when, when I was talking to them and hear this, you have got to practice saying good things about yourself. Like you are all incredible people and you are all made with gifts and you are unique and special. And you need to tell yourself that now because this world doesn't get easier as you grow up. When you become teenagers, and even now, your bodies are probably starting to change. And I'm, you know, I'm telling them this and they're trying not to giggle. Your bodies are trying to, are changing and you are going through things that are just hard and different and weird. And you're trying to find your place in the school and among friends. And it's just a hard time. And if you don't start talking love into yourself, you will believe it when somebody tells you, that your hair looks terrible today, or why are you so tall? And you feel like an oddball. You feel bad about yourself, unless you practice that self-love. And I'm telling you the same thing. That's where it starts, is in your own brain. When you, we can talk about this on two different levels, okay? Let's talk about just you, yourself, as a woman. This world teaches that wrinkles and stretchy, loose tummies from having babies is not beautiful. And I'm calling BS. Youth is not the only thing that equals beauty. I have laugh lines so deep, like I don't always love them, but I when I don't love them and I look in the mirror and I'm like, Ugh, or I see a picture and I'm like, Ugh, that's my immediate response, I stop it. And I remind myself, I laugh a lot. I do, I laugh a lot, I smile a lot, and those lines are gonna get even deeper. And so use good face products, but girl, embrace them, right? Like the crow's feet going on, the wrinkles in the forehead or, right in between your eyebrows. Like, you know you know what I'm talking about because if you're around my age or older, you know I am in my mid-30s now and things aren't looking young like they used to and that's okay. And that is okay that you have wrinkles and it's okay that the stretch marks that you were granted when you were pregnant are still there or that that loose skin will always be there and won't tighten up like it used to before babies. It's okay. It's beautiful. Your body is beautiful. And I'll tell you what, like the cellulite when I sit down in my shorts, like I love short season. It is my favorite season. And if you know me, you know that I love short season. But that doesn't mean my legs are without cellulite, girl. And I have a booty that does not allow for me to wear shorts that then hang long. Like my butt takes up plenty of my jean shorts. And so even shorts that like are longer, like mom shorts, feel short sometimes, especially when I sit down and there's the cellulite. There it is for everybody to see. And it's okay. I have learned to actually really love my legs. Like I, part of why I work out is to feel healthy and part of it is to feel confident. And I feel so strong that even though I am full of cellulite and 
like there are rolls when I bend over, my loose tummy hangs. Like I love my body. I'm so grateful for my body that it can do the things that it does. And therefore, I love the cellulite. I love the loose tummy. I I love it all. And I'm telling you though, like it is a decision I have to make all the time. Like it's not a once and done decision. You have to learn to love your body all over again, every single day, every single time you look in the mirror. When you start looking in the mirror and judging yourself, you look away and you think something else. And it over time sticks. It sticks the more you tell yourself. If you want to start loving you, your body, who you are, you've got to start speaking life and love into yourself. That also isn't just for like your mom bod. It's also for your personality. Like I just, I laugh at some of the things like I can be a very awkward person. I had the sweetest mom come up to me one time and she said, you're Amber and I follow you on Instagram. And I know this might be really weird, but I had to come over and say, I love your content. And like the amount of times I've thought back to that conversation and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the most awkward human ever. Like I just, I did my best to like catch her name and find out about her kids. And like, I don't know, I just, I felt really awkward afterward, right? Like it's one of those conversations where you were like, where I was like questioning everything that I said and like, why can't I be normal? And then like, I'm a redhead and I blush so easily. And so then my face was probably really red. And like, you know, I'm going through it all in my head. I can be just kind of quirky sometimes like that. Uh, the, the blushing thing, especially, oh my gosh, I've had to really just accept that because I can't stop it. I cannot stop when I'm blushing. And the more I'm embarrassed because I'm blushing, the more red I get. And it's just like, it is something. And I used to really hate it, really, really hate it when I was a kid. Like it was just, it was embarrassing, but I wish I had embraced it sooner. I wish I had embraced that. Like, that's just who I am as part of, part of my life. Like my husband now, he will say things to me to try and get me to blush. And I just, I love it. Like it makes me laugh now. And it just kind of is what it is. Like you don't have to love every little thing about yourself, but like, you have to embrace it because it is what it is. If you don't love it, if it's a quality that you don't love, like I'm unmotivated, then change it. But all around uh, that inner dialogue in your head, when you are speaking doubt and dislike in your head, what else do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think you're going to love yourself by speaking negatively? No. So you have to be intentional about changing that dialogue, right? Looking at yourself in the mirror, saying those positive, kind, loving things, and also just like accepting who you are, like accepting the little quirks that you used to maybe don't, you didn't like, but like just laughing at yourself is freeing, (laughs) healing, and allows you to accept yourself a little bit more. And then coming to the mom side of things, like that inner dialogue of beating yourself up over the little things that you didn't do the best. Um, Maybe you forgot a form, uh, you got into an argument with your kid over something and you just keep replaying it and you hope they know 
that you love them anyway. You know, like all of those those inner conversations we have with ourselves about the way we parent, the way we live, it can be destroying. It can be destructive if we let it. And again, it's all so much about intentionality and changing that conversation in your head. And instead of, of focusing on what you didn't do the best, focus on things that you did do well and learning to forgive yourself. And I don't know about you, but like when I need to forgive myself for some things, it depends on the thing, but like I have to do it again and again and again and again. Like every time I think about it, I have to remind myself like, you messed up, you apologized, give yourself grace. You are still a good mom. Okay. So you have got to be intentional about changing that conversation in your head around everything. And if that doesn't help, a couple ideas, leave yourself notes, write a message on your mirror. That is a positive statement. It could be a Bible verse. It could be simply I am beautiful. And so every time you go to your mirror, you read that. It could be post-its around your house that you need to see of whatever you're going through, right? Like what is the thing that you are struggling with right now? I am a good mom. Writing those things to remind you. Second idea could be journaling. Sometimes I will journal about those positive mind shift kind of things, like where I need to get out of my own head and be a little bit more positive. I am recording this at a time where I have some things going on in the background of my life that isn't necessarily public at the moment. Well, when I'm recording this anyway, um, that make me feel very vulnerable and lost and anxious. And I have allowed myself to cry, which is also healing when you're not feeling mentally a hundred percent and you just don't have it in you to, to be positive for yourself, to turn that inner dialogue around and just allowing myself to feel the feels and cry. Um, for me personally, I like to turn on some certain, certain songs. Like for me, it's Oh My Soul by Casting Crowns or Hold On To Me by Lauren Daigle. Uh, Lauren Daigle's got a few songs I love to listen to. Um, Danny Gokey has a few. Tell Your Heart To Beat Again. And it, anyway, I have my songs. And it just depends on what I'm going through. And I'll, I'll turn on some of those songs and just allow myself that time to cry. And it, it's healing to just let it out. Actually, the other day, uh, it came out of the blue for me. Like, I didn't realize I needed to cry. And then I started to cry. And I was like, I just put on mascara. That's not waterproof. But I'm going to cry anyway. Um, And it just felt good. It felt healing. And it reminds me to always turn back to God, to always turn back because he's always got you. He's always got me. He's always got us. He's always there through the ups and the downs. And let me remind you that he made you in his image. He specifically chose you to be the mom to your kids. He specifically has you in this place right now for a reason, a purpose. There has never been such a time as this, right? God has you. And when all else fails, mama, well, even when all else doesn't fail, he's it. 
He is the one who will bring you that peace, that love, that joy. And so when you don't have it in you to be your own cheerleader, and even when you do, turn to God. Turn to God and ask him to help you. Turn to God and help him, ask him to help you know. Turn to God and ask him to remind you about the the love that he poured into you and he pours into you every single day of your life and the blessings and that when you feel lost, he's there. He is our shepherd. And if you feel like the lost sheep, he's going to leave the 99 to come to you. And I hope and pray this is just speaking into your soul right now. Because that's what it's all about, right? Like just figuring out like God's plan for us and trusting in his plan for us and trusting that he made us who he made us for a reason and that he loves us just the way we are. And the devil is the one who wants to speak that doubt into you. And when he does, Turn back to the Lord. Turn back to Jesus and he will always, always be there. Because mom, you are beautiful. You are a good mom. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I want you to start practicing that love language in your own life. Those love affirmations. And make sure that your inner dialogue is is lining up with the way that God would talk to you. Remember that you are a child of God, okay? And one last note I mentioned in the beginning of the episode about like, how do we teach our daughters that? And I spent so much of this episode talking about yourself because it starts with you. If you can't speak life into your own self, then you will not be teaching your daughter life and love in herself. You might speak life and love into your daughter. You probably do a really great job of that. But if you, especially out loud, are speaking negative about your body, about something you did or said, and you can't ever laugh at yourself, your daughter will pick up on that and think that maybe that's the way it is. Maybe I'm not supposed to be able to accept a compliment. And that's not what you want for her. And I know that. And I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I don't want you to feel guilty because it is a hard road and it is a constant road but you deserve it. You deserve that love, that self-love. And then you can teach your daughters to do the same dang thing that you are doing for yourself, right? You could go around the table and have everybody say something that they love about themselves, a gift that they have been given by God. Uh, You can leave her little love notes that are the same. You can text her when she gets to the age of texting or leave her a note in her backpack or her lunchbox, just a a Bible verse speaking life and love into herself. And the more you can do those things, the more she believes it. And then, like I did with my class, I encourage you to ask them to do it for themselves. They only learn really truly by practicing, (laughs) by doing it themselves. And it can feel awkward and uncomfortable for them. But the more they practice it and do it, the better. 
write them little notes on their mirror and have them write post-its to themselves around their room so that they read those all the time. Especially when my kids are going through a hard moment. I have two especially who are perfectionists. And so it's a struggle for them to have that self-confidence and self-love sometimes. And so I will, we'll have conversations around mindset and how they can, you know, go from it's really hard. I don't like that I'm not the best to it's really hard and I did it to I did a really good job today. I got an A on that test. I got a 96% on that test. Instead of focusing on the fact that like there's 4% that you missed and that's what my kids do. I don't know about you or your kids, but like focusing on that small thing that went wrong, right? Like focus on what went right and help them change that mind shift to be able to learn to love themselves more too. Mama, you're doing a great job and you are an absolutely wonderful human being. Please believe that. Please put in the work to believe that because God wants that for you. You want that for you. I want that for you. I want that for your kids, like boys or girls. Like I want that for everybody to just learn to really truly love themselves. But it is a lifelong thing. It is something that you have to work at every single day. And I know you can do it. It just takes time and it takes intentionality and it takes love. It takes love. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram. So come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.